If you're a mom who's locked herself in the bathroom for five minutes of peace, this is your podcast. I'm Jody Schilling, your host. Welcome to the Good Mom Podcast. Here, we will talk about how to stop people pleasing, how to stop doing too much for everyone else, and we'll define what a real good mom really is. I can tell you, as a mom of four, I have been through it all, and I beat myself up for years believing I was not enough. I finally cracked the code on how to be my real self. I learned how to stop apologizing, and it changed everything. You can start now to be the real you, the mom you were always meant to be. Let's do it. Hi, moms. Welcome to episode 34. We're going to talk about trusting our instincts. All right. Wow. Last week was not an awesome week. And then we had a crazy heat wave. So that was fun. We had a power outage and it was good times, but we got through it. (laughs) So this week, what I wanted to talk about with trusting our instincts is that I think as moms, we know more than we give ourselves credit for often, especially when we're going through a new thing, whether we're a brand new mom in the beginning, or we're going through new things at different stages with our kids. And a lot of times, I know for myself, we will look to others for guidance and advice. And sometimes we get guidance and advice that's unsolicited, but we often tend, I notice this with the moms I work with, but I do it myself too. We often don't really listen to our own instincts and our own values and what just feels right in our heart when we're working with our kids. And I say our heart because for me, if I really drop in in a moment where I'm, I'm dealing with something unexpected with one of my kids or I'm dealing with something difficult with one of my kids or we're making a decision even as a family that feels like a high stakes decision. So I'll give you a couple of examples. Recently, we were at the stage where our kids are living on their own and there's this transition about whether or not we're paying for auto insurance and phones and things like that. So there's a transition period as kids are in college and then they're moving out on their own and that kind of thing. And my instinct was telling me that this isn't something that we need to make a hard and fast rule that is going to be the same for every child. And that goes against conventional wisdom. A lot of people and families make a rule and it's the rule for all the kids. It's like, this is the way we handled it. When you graduate from college, then you take on these bills or, you know, they're, and that's the same for every for every child in the family. And my instincts have always been 
with our kids that, first of all, fair does not mean equal. That's been a really helpful concept for us. And also that each kid or adult gets what they need. So each each kid in the family gets what they need. And each family member gets what gets what they need. So that has served us well when I follow that instinct, then that doesn't mean that we do the rule the same for everyone. And part of the reason for that is because each of the kids are different for one thing. And we have been in different positions at different times where we could, with one situation, it we were in a position that we could help more. And in a different time, we were in a position that it was more difficult for us to help that much financially. And when we have these open conversations with our kids, that we will always do the best we can to help and support them to reach their goals. But we also will not, we won't help so much that there isn't the opportunity for them to learn to be more independent. And so this balancing act that we do is not, again, the same for all the kids, right? And and then I can go back to when the kids were younger and give examples as well, where there were times where people would tell me things about parenting and say things such as, you know, there's so many different parenting philosophies out there. And, and I think one of them would be something along the lines of if your child, if you've asked your child more than once to change a certain behavior, then you just develop a contract with them that every time they don't do what you ask them to do, then you will take that money out of their allowance or something like that. There's like a give and take kind of logical kind of response. And that never aligned with me and my values and my instincts about teaching kids that when I ask them to change their behavior, it's not that I'm asking them to change it to make me happy. I'm always wanting them to recognize the impact of their behavior on others and to find healthy ways to get their own emotional needs met, but not at the expense of other people or other people's emotions. And, and then that my understanding of emotions and behavior as that evolved, then sometimes there were things that I adjusted and changed. And one example is that the idea that we can't really take responsibility for other people's emotions, although we can take responsibility for behaviors that we show that have an impact on other people. We can take responsibility for that if we recognize that harm has been done, then absolutely we can do that. But we don't have the, we don't have to take on the emotion that the other person is feeling. We can recognize that we had an impact or an influence and then from there, we can allow them to express how, what that impact is on them. And then we can apologize if needed or restore trust and repair harm. And so those nuances that are a little, they're a little tricky sometimes to 
be able to separate our emotions from our family members' emotions. And so going back to this concept of of trusting our instincts as moms, I think that, again, if we have really been reliant on others for for guidance in our parenting and we have also been advised by strong personalities in our family, whether it's our spouse or extended family members or our own parents, that we can get away from trusting our instincts and over time we can learn not to listen to them as well. We can be less less able to hear inside ourselves what our instincts even are. So what I would encourage everyone who's listening to do if you're a mom who a lot of times feels a little resistance to a parenting decision or an interaction that you have with one of your kids and let yourself have some time to tap into your own instinct and be able to trust that you know on a heart-to-heart level with your child what feels right to you and be willing to trust that. I think sometimes we have some, just some history in whether that comes from our own parents and our own grandparents and our own ancestry, but we also have all of the influences that align with our values that we sometimes don't listen to. And we, I think that it's really a great idea to be willing to build that trust within ourselves that we really do know. Because here's the thing, when we have the thought that we really do know what's best for our family, it's so simple, right? Just having that thought and believing that thought, then when you think about that, no matter what happens, when something unexpected comes along, then we just, it's such a simple call. It's like, I know what to do. I'm the mom, right? Or I trust myself that I'm the best person to make this decision for my family. And then it's like having your own back too. When you, when you have that belief, then it's just, no matter what happens, you feel like you can decide that whatever your instincts say is best, you can trust that. And, and then when you look back on a decision and you think, oh, I wish I would have maybe not done it that way. The other thing you can think about at that point is at the time I used the information that I had in front of me along with my own maternal instinct and I trusted that and I made the best decision at that time with all of that information and then you know that that was the right decision because you made that decision first but also you can have that as a this is the way I do business in my family I trust my instinct and I take the information that's available to me and I make the best decision that I can. And I'm okay with that. I'm always going to have my own back on my own decisions for my family. So, and I want to say this especially to moms who 
there's so much information out there about whether you should allow your kids the freedom to make their own decisions and at what age that should be, whether they want to have piercings, for example, or they, you know, they want you to have express themselves in the way that they, what kind of clothes they wear, whether they dye their hair. There are so many times when as parents, we want to have an influence on some of those decisions, especially at each of those stages where kids are wanting to have that independence and that's part of their development. And it's, and it's an important part of that. And so again, trusting your instinct, but also asking yourself the question, why is this decision so important to me? What am I making it mean if I allow this behavior or that behavior? What am I making that mean? And that question can take you so far in so many ways as a mom, because a lot of times it will reveal that it's really what's going on is really more about you than it is about your child and the decision that they're wanting you to make or give approval to or give them the freedom to make the decision for themselves on. So those are my thoughts on trusting your instincts. And I really hope that that is a useful way for you to think about it because I do feel like if we do not trust our instincts as moms, we often are sending another message to our kids that's an inadvertent message that they can't trust themselves because everything that we model, the kids are watching and they are learning. And that's not to say that they're going to mimic everything that we do, but we, the way that we interact is one of the most influential up to the point of adolescence, at least they're watching that and picking up on that. And sometimes not even directly. They're more of a picking it up in a, in a more subconscious way. But what we have the opportunity always with our kids to do is to be intentional about what we want them to learn, right? So if we want them to be able to trust themselves and to trust the own decisions that they make, and we want to also send the message that as a family, we are trustworthy parents, that we have a certain consistency about the way that we the way that we do business as a family, right? And that creates emotional safety also for everyone. And we're not going to be perfect at that. Just <laughs> just going to put that out there. Nobody is 100% consistent all the time and perfect at doing all of these things. But we can think about this idea of trusting our instincts and trusting ourselves and how that message then gets translated to our kids and how that creates a healthy environment at home. So that is what I wanted to share with you this week. We are going through another move around here, not just with one of our kids moving out again. It seems like with The last year we've had kids move in, move back out, move in again and back out again. (laughs) And it's been a revolving door. So we will be working on that again this weekend. 
and I have some new, as I shared last week, I have some new concepts I'm excited to share with you that are coming up. And I also have a really exciting program that is a program for moms that I'm calling the Extreme Makeover, the Extreme Mom Makeover. And it's really about some of these thought processes that have become, for us, they've become thought heirs, but they're they're generational in their origin. So many of them have been passed down by our great-grandmother to our grandmother to our mom, and then the relationship that we have had with our mom influences our own identity, which then we sometimes and oftentimes subconsciously are wanting to meet emotional needs that that maybe were not met when we were young with the way that we are parenting our own kids. There's some really, really helpful information in my program. And that's one of the things that when we work one-on-one, I can help reveal where those areas are that maybe something you hadn't even noticed was happening. And you may feel when you're making decisions as a mom that there's something missing that there's something that is always lacking or something that is always a mystery to you that you don't understand why you why you do things the way you do or where you may have a dissatisfaction that you can't seem to put your finger on. And this, these are some of the things that we can uncover in the program, in the Extreme Mom Makeover program. I think that's all I have for this week. I will be back next week with the next topic in this series. And I hope that you have a wonderful week. If you do celebrate Independence Day, which I know many families have opted not to do, but if you do celebrate that and you're having time with your family, I hope that it is safe and you enjoy it. And I will be back next week. If you like this podcast, please rate and review so we can spread the word to other moms who are going through the same thing. You can also find me over on Instagram. You'll find links to my website there, information about my coaching program, and free resources. Thank you again for joining me. Have a great week and please rate and review.